Coyote Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. Sol Romero was born in Mexico City and of Mexican and Swiss descent. Sol began singing when she was 13, but when her family moved to the Mexican town of San Miguel de Allende is where she had her first brush with the entertainment industry when she fortuitously found her way onto the set of the Robert Rodrigo film Once Upon a Time in Mexico. The budding actress wound up working on this film as a camera double for Eva Mendez. Sol decided to pursue the career and went on to study acting at the world-famous RADA Academy in London. She has appeared in such films as Casino Royale with Daniel Craig, The Legend of Zorro with Antonio Banderas, Age of Darkness with Mel Gibson, and most recently Memory with Liam Neeson. Sol's debut onto the music scene came in 2011 with the release of her first single and video Bipolar Love from her premiere album Dark Fantasy. The album was released independently to great success along with the second video shot in Switzerland for the song Why Do You Leave? In 2015, she released the chart-topping single Turn It Up and Money Makes the World Go Round, and in 2016, released the full-length album of the same title, Turn It Up. Up next on Celeb Savant, we've got Sol Romero. Where do we find you in the world, and how are you doing? Thank you. So you can find me on uh, Instagram and a little bit on YouTube as well as on Facebook. On Instagram is Sol Romero Official, and on the YouTube is, I think it's also Sol Romero official. And where are you You're currently in London at the moment? I am in London at the moment, yeah. Okay, lovely. So now let's rewind. At what age did you say, cool, I want to be in the entertainment world? And how did that journey progress to where we are today? Um, I've always loved kind of like, you know, acting, singing and painting. It's always been like since I was a little girl. But uh, it kind of like, started a lot when the, when I was 16 and I was taking from the school to be part of Once Upon a Time in Mexico and I was kind of like the double of Emma Mendes and then kind of like met everybody and then just kind of like it rolled down from there. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go down the two avenues because you've got two sort of arms in the entertainment world. So first of all, your acting yeah. career. Tell us what you enjoy about acting. I feel like acting is super fun because you can really be somebody else that you're not. Kind of like, uh, I don't know, you could be like a mental patient that has, you know, some kind of schizophrenia or, you know, mental disorder. And then the next time you are a professor or you could be a maid or something. So it's kind of, for me, I like it because I like to see, I like to put myself in different, you know, in different people's shoes. And I, I like that. By stepping into those shoes, does it potentially allow you to see yourself in a different perspective and allow yourself to grow in a way to realize, okay, this is how this is and perceive things as in the world differently? I don't think much about myself. I think I um, I like to think of other people before I think of myself usually. Okay. Well, at least I try. Okay. You know, maybe I, I, I don't really... So it's sometimes, but I really do try. So I think okay. when I put myself in my acting position and trying to do something else, it's kind of like detaching yourself from or everything who you are and thinking of that person. So it's about stepping out of yourself, so to speak, and putting yourself into mm. that person's experience and allowing that mm -hmm. to flow through you. 
Yeah. And what types of <laughs> genres do you enjoy acting in? Do you prefer comedy? Do you prefer action? What, or do you like them all? I mean, I, I love, uh, for me, when I really started to truly, like, really got get into deep and really loving every inch of the genre of acting was when I was here in Rada in London. And we were doing tons of Shakespeare and stuff like that. And, you know, also the comedic, the comedy uh, side of it. It's kind of, I don't like it, but <laughs> it's fun. And you said you've been doing a, a bunch of Shakespeare. Did I hear correctly? In Rada, when I was at school, we did, it was a whole summer of only Shakespeare. Now, how, tell me, I've always wondered, and I'm glad you brought this up. How do you remember those lines and the soliloquies and all the way they speak? Because it's so different to how we speak today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was one of the three witches. <laughs> so my <laughs> lines weren't that crazy. So okay, like, okay, okay. <laughs> so I was kind of like, this is the pity for you. So <laughs> awesome. What are your thoughts around and I know this is a controversial subject. So your thoughts mm. around the strike and so happy, excited that it's now over and the mm. way forward of acting. What, what are your perceptions of the how things are moving forward? I mean, I'm happy it's worked. It, it, <laughs> the strike is over. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't really like getting into too much of, you know, okay. the strike and stuff yeah. like that. Okay, I think okay. everybody has their own opinion, uh, opinion mm-hmm. and... To each to its own, I would say that. Okay, lovely. Let's leave it there. Any yeah. exciting things that you can tell us on the acting front that on the pipeline, or is it all hush hush? I know in the acting world, it's always hush hush until it's released. But is there anything coming yeah. up that you can give us sneak peeks of? I have been working uh, together a little bit. With, uh, I have been doing something in the past three weeks. That's what I can say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it for? For the stage or for um, behind the camera? It's it's for a film. It's for okay. a, um, a US film. The difference for you between performing on stage and behind the camera, what is the difference? And I know they're equally challenging. Is there one hmm. you perform more than the other? I think the biggest thing is like if you're behind the camera, if you screw up or you make a mistake, you can redo it. Yes. And then CSA, it's kind of like you screwed up, just continue with it. <laughs> You kind of like you say your line and you're like, oh shoot, I just screwed. You're like, um, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the show goes on. <laughs> and has that often happened often to you on theater on the uh, stage? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and when I did theater, I screwed up all the time. Okay. And then I remember like some of the people that I used like I would do the theater with, they would look at me and be like, "That's not the line." And I'd be like, "Well, yes." <laughs> and you just have to carry on be on your toes yeah but did the audience actually realize it was it only the people on the stage uh only the people on stage and okay. my teacher he was not happy okay <laughs> are you still doing theater or you mainly focusing on no. the front no not at all no just mainly right now i've been only doing behind the scene like behind the camera sorry behind the camera now let's dive into your music which yeah. came first your music or your acting or was it equal? I mean, music, I started, I went to the um, Institute of Bellas Artes in Mexico when I was 12, and I started studying opera. So that's actually what I studied at the beginning. And then when my dad passed away, it was like, I can't sing anything. So the only thing I was able to do was write poetry. 
Okay. And that's pretty much how it all started. Because one of my friends was like, man, your music is like, your poetry is epic. Let's just do a song. And I was just like, mm, I don't know about that. He was like, come on, let's do it together. So I was like, okay. So that's how it started. The difference for you between acting and creating music, do they do those mm. uh, different pies, fingers in the pies, overlap ever, or are they completely separate in your world? I think they're completely separate. Singing is so much deeper for me. Like, I get so shy. And it takes me a little bit to really like open myself. I guess it has a lot to do because of still for my, you know, when my dad passed away, it's still kind of like, so it takes a lot until like it takes about 30 minutes to exercise. And then it's like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. From zero to three minutes in Mm. creating a song. What is that journey for you? What inspires your create music mind? Let's dive into your music creativity. I love a good beat. That's for me, big. And uh, um, I love, I mean, this is something I love. I love depressing songs, but I know that's <laughs> not really what I like. Yeah. I love depressing songs. Yeah. So I always tell the producer, like, I just want something depressing. They're always like, you're crazy. And I'm like, no, I just <laughs> like it. <laughs> so then it's always like, okay, let's have some happy thoughts. And, you know, some happy tunes. I'm like, listen, as long as you put something sad, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> What's up next in the music split, uh, in the music steps for you? So I have a few songs I have to finish. It's just because I've been traveling so much. I yes. haven't had the time to go to a producer and literally like sit down with him and do it. So pretty much it. I just saw it right now, but yeah, I have to. Okay. And, and is this going to accumulate to a full package of an album? Uh, I don't like albums. I like just small. It's easier if I do like small you know, EPs or like a small five song or even okay. three songs. I like to do them smaller, but small better. So just a little a few bites here and there, because I suppose doing yeah. a whole album is quite, there's a lot of commitment, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of promotion, a lot of marketing. Whereas when you do smaller yeah. bite size, it's it's like, okay, short, a little short and quicker. Am I correcting my understanding? Yeah, I mean, I, I've always, I think I don't think, I honestly don't think I've ever done the biggest album I've ever done was like eight songs. And that okay. was for me like, oh my gosh, so much. I hate it. <laughs> I just was so dumb. By the fifth song, I was like, I'm so over this. Like, I can't. So what about it is, are you over? Is it that it takes too long or it's just too much uh, pressure? I think it's like, first of all, I feel like it's the same thing. Like in a whole album, it has to have the same, you know, everything has to have kind of like the same vibe. Uh, okay, and I like to you. create new things. So okay. if I have like three songs that are the same, I love it. But if I have eight songs that are kind of like the same, it's like, what? Oh, okay. I understand. It's so hard. And do you enjoy, when it comes to music videos, how much input do you have? And do you enjoy doing them? I love putting inputs. And I love that they're kind of like quirky and crazy and super artistic. But I don't think everybody likes it. So I tend to just listen more to what the music producer might say and uh, usually like I do like them but it's not really like you know I I like it a bit more the one that I love the most was the one that I did with Chloe Lukasiak that was a turn it up and they're like black and white that was like honestly one of my favorite music videos I ever did because that's something I literally told the the director I was like I want black and white it's Two forces fighting, and I just want that. And she did it. She did an amazing job, the, the director. I'm going to play a game with you. I know if I had to ask you both these questions tomorrow, 
Sunday or the next day. I know your answers will be different every time because there are okay. millions of them for both these questions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that way. So in this moment, the first four people that come to mind that you'd like to act with that you have yet to do so, who would those four mm. people be? Sir Anthony Hopkins, Emma Thompson, for mm. sure. Emma Thompson, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah. I'm horrible at names, but the, the you know, Pride and Prejudice, the yes. coronal. Yes. The coronal. You know, the, uh, the, 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 the guy who talks like this. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Him, and let me think of a woman that's Two and two, um, I don't know, women are really great actors. Oh, Meryl Streep. So the next question, again, I know your answer will be different if I have to ask you this yeah. tomorrow, because there are millions of them. If you had to push play to five songs by other artists, once we finish this conversation, what would those five songs be and by whom? I love right now, I because uh, my daughter loves those kind of music. So I guess I, I would definitely say Renaissance from Bunt. I actually do like Tarantino, Steve Aoki. And uh, I love Cafe Tacuba, Eres. And Jaguares, Te lo pido por favor. Do I need one more, right? Yeah. Celine Dion, Je ne sais pas. So, Sol, the podcast is listened to throughout the world. So as a final message to the awesome. listening audience, what would you like to say? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Go and check my stuff. I love you all and leave a comment. I'll respond. Love you. <laughs>